This is the Concourse Club, the best warm-up for your weekend of football. My name is Fraser. Joining me today are non-league football writer, Jimmy. Hello. And the man who we call the postman because he always delivers. And because he's a postman, it's Fez, everyone. Hello. I think it's the fact yeah. that he's only a postman, allegedly. He's alleged postman, is that? <laughs> I thought he was a postman. Allegedly. No, I'm waiting for an email still. <laughs> he's been waiting for this email for about a month. <laughs> oh, I lie. I, I'm not, I'm not really doing that. As, as far as this podcast is concerned, you are a postman. Uh, we have a jam-packed show for you today, kicking off with Akachata, our five-team accumulated selections for the weekend ahead, followed by Fancy Fives, in which we pick an all-star Premier League five-side team to tackle a given real-world situation, which Fed's been in today. And finally, any other business in which we'll raise whatever in a bid to stretch us out a bit. Uh, good week, boys? Yeah, cracking, mate. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Except getting battered 3-1 by... Uh... Gillingham and then Rangers losing 1-0 to Killy and then only scraping past Savet in the first leg but other than that yeah my week's been brilliant <laughs> oh no nah, I, I think we all we all sort of agree we wouldn't talk about Tuesday um no. as far as I'm concerned Wednesday is open forum um <laughs> at least Alex McCarthy's probably off thank yeah, god that's a, yeah that's get a rid of point. him it's a very good point it looks like it's gonna be a huge call at St Mary's and um yeah, Don't you great. love when your club does all its transfer business after the season starts? Well, there's nothing better just to get the manager bed in and then completely blow up his squad. Right, so we're going to start off, as we always do, with Aka Chatter, in which we've got to pick five team accumulators for the week ahead. Last week, just remind, us, just remind everyone how we all done last week. So I won. I won £8.98 last week. I had a stinker. I think I got two right. Um, I think I publicly ousted Gillingham, uh, who won not, not only against Stockport on Saturday, but then battered Saints, my own team. That was fun. Uh, Where else did I claim? Oh, I claimed some dunce from lose by six as well. That wasn't that wasn't brilliant. Uh, Fez, how'd you get on? Um, I got three out of five. Um, Rangers lost to Kilmarnock and um, Arsenal beat City. Well, Arsenal drew to City, didn't they? That was the... Well, come on. Yeah, in, 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 in the 90s, which is what would go to well, Rack, well, but, yeah. In 90s, where we say 112 nowadays. We'll get into the state of uh, that stoppage time later on, I reckon. Um, but, Jimmy, we'd like to start us off with your uh, hastily uh, applied accumulator. Hastily, but brilliantly applied. Oh, brilliant. Right, I'm back in Millwall against Bristol City because I can't even remember who they played, but I remember on Saturday seeing their result come through and thinking, oh, Millwall's done all right. Uh, back Derby to beat Burton because just Derby the biggest team in that league. Gillingham to beat Atkinson Stanley, although I regret that now because I feel like after a major win like they've got, they're bound to just take a step back. So I probably should have backed Atkinson. But anyway, it's done now. I've also gone against my uh, number one golden rule which is never back your own team so Rangers have allegedly beaten Livingston but they're playing on a plastic pitch so they'll probably lose 1-0 they're at home oh yeah <laughs> <coughs> so that's alright they'll win 3-0 uh, and then Dundee are playing Dunfermline and I've backed Dundee to win right I've got a feeling Gillian might be like the team of the podcast here I reckon <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's going to be like if we're going to get to like week five 
and, and, and some, I'm just going to keep picking fucking Gillingham and everyone's uh, like a chat just Gillingham win Gillingham win and they keep letting us down week in week out Gillingham to what just doing the opposite to whatever we've said yeah pretty much um, that's, that's what I'm thinking yeah it's going to be absolutely stink oh they, they could be like oh, every every podcast got a bogey team or every channel's got a bogey team I think we're starting to find ours yeah right my potential returns on that are £14.38 Right. All right. I'll, I'll do. I'll do mine next. Um, usually, in these sort of um, predictions, you expect a bit of analysis and whatnot. I've not gone down that route. What I've essentially done is just pick my favourite teams. So I've got Bath to beat Maidstone, uh, a game which I'm actually out on Saturday. Should be good fun. First game, first home game of the season for Bath. I've got Eastleigh beating Wildstone. Uh, I've got Sampton beating Norwich, which I'm regretting. <laughs> Yeah, I'm regretting it. The more I put on, I broke the golden rule and all of that. I've got Swindon beating Crew, and then I've got the Lionesses beating Columbia as well. I thought you were putting teams you follow. I do follow them. All right. <laughs> I reckon only two of those are going to come in. Yeah, I reckon England women and um, Swindon is the one Swindon. I reckon. Well, yeah, they reckon, reckon those two as well. Yeah. Swindon's my riskiest one. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't play that Court Vale? Crew. Crew. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Crew. Who gives crew, a shit? Crew was half decent last week. Oh, well, Crew was half <laughs> decent last season, weren't they? So. Yeah, Meadstone are meant to be half decent, aren't they? I've not heard that. Oh, they were, in the, they were in the National League Cup years ago, weren't they? So maybe they, they are the decent. third best Magpies in the South, though. Third best. Third so, best. So what, what's that? Wimborne, Dorchester Wimborne, and... Dorchester and then them. I reckon there's a, better, there's a better Magpies, I reckon. I reckon we, we search far and wide, we'll find a better Magpies. In the South, I in did say south. in the South. In the, that's, yeah, in the South. I reckon there's a Magpies that we, we've missed out on. Um, if So if you're listening and you support a Magpies in the South, which we've not mentioned, give us a bell. Uh, Fez, your picks for the week. Oh, oh Fraser, what was your... What was yeah, the what was oh, apologies. Um, 15.47 to 1. Nice. Okay, around the same as mine. Go on, Fez. You, you do yours, mate. Bye. My five, I've gone with City to basically win against Burnley. To basically win? Basically win, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, effectively. Well, I was, I was going to give it a bit of depth, but I just said no, sod that. City to beat Burnley, Celtic to beat Aberdeen, Leicester to beat Huddersfield. This is my off one. I think Tottenham might struggle against Brentford, but I've got, Brent, I've got Tottenham to win, and I think Bayern Munich will beat RB Leipzig. I think you're only getting three of those. What, you don't rate Leipzig? We don't rate Spurs? Is that, is that what I'm getting at? Or I think Aberdeen are going to hold Celtic. No. I don't really? know. I feel like Celtic, Celtic did look a bit poor at the weekend, like defensively. Cause yeah. they, they won, I say they only won, but they won 4-2, didn't they? They're quaking because they've seen Todd Cantwell was in the starting lineup midweek and they are shitting themselves. <laughs> when that boy gets on the pitch, it's game over. Yeah, <laughs> Aberdeen didn't score against Livingston, though. I yeah, mean, you can't play on plastic pitches, mate. Games on plastic pitches don't count. That's even, a rule to live by. Even then, though, to not score against Livingston, who I think people are picked to get relegated this year. Nope. As James McFadden said on the Sky pre-game show... Oh, no, it wasn't him. It was Chris... Ah. Oh, Chris, Chris Sutton? Sutton. Yeah. Bloody bastard. In famous uh, optimistic terms, he said, I've never seen a good game on plastic pitch. But then, yeah, 
I don't know where I'm going with this. Can you stay save me? Because I'm really waffling. I'm boiling hot. I'm struggling. Can you just someone speak? I've had one too many to drink, and I'm not. <laughs> it's not going. Well. No, I'm absolutely. I'm absolutely. Keep going, mate. I'm actually watching you flop. I was quite enjoying the waffle. I started a point, and I have no idea where I'm going with it. It's brilliant because you were going quite coherently, just on about plastic pictures not being very good. You've missed the quote and panicked. <laughs> And it was like a slight panic. It was like quick get to therapy panic. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually sweating. I've, I don't know what's happened to me. I'm crumbling. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. Oh. Yeah, mate. You you all sorted now. You've um done, <sighs> done your Chris Sutton rant. You've done your plastic pitch rant. You're all right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I think some of that might be usable. I think it's all usable, mate. I'm keeping it all in. I, we I, can't I, leave it. For anyone who gives a toss, my odds are at 11.28 to 1. Oh, no one... so yours is the most likely to come in then? Apparently so. No one gives and a fuck though. To be believed. No one gives a fuck though, mate. Everyone see, everyone see Jimmy trying to explain more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and blame a hot room for it. It's in the boiling. middle of summer. It's boiling. I might just put a fan on, but then all you'll hear is... All we hear, all we hear is now it's quite air, mate. Won't worry about it. What's the next segment, please? Right, let's fucking end. That was a uh, that was a car crash right there. <laughs> Cheers, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> last week, last week we got it nailed. We got it from professional, and this week we've come in. Jim's panicked. <laughs> right, so that, that, that was Akachata. Um, You're yeah. gonna want to say that again because it it wobbled. Uh, just, just like you, mate. Uh, yeah. So um, that was Akachata. Um, so we're going to move on now to Fancy Fives. Uh, Fancy Fives, of course, the game in which we pick an all-star Premier League five-side team to tackle a given real-world hypothetical situation. Uh, last week we discussed uh, which Premier League footballers would be best at running a radio station, and this week we're given Fez the task of coming up with a scenario. Uh, so take it away, Fez. Right. So the scenario: a new place has opened in London, next door to the Ritz. It's a five-star restaurant. You have to assemble a crack team of two chefs, two waiters, and a sommelier using only English. A bread. what? A sommelier. What's a sommelier? Just the wine dish. The what? Just the wine, Does mate. The wine. Is that the, the wine? Ah, oh, okay. Anyway, they're using okay. only English players who have played in the Premier League, current or former. You've got a five-star restaurant. Run me a list. Right, give me a sec. So what? All right, I, I, I might be able to get one off right off the bat, mate. So sommelier, what's what's that mean? Ask me English, by the way. Is that, is that what you're saying? Has yeah, I was because I was going straight for French blokes, but no, no. English person. So what we're looking for sommelier is the poshish bloke to ever play Premier League football. Yes. Who, as we all know, is Patrick Bamford. That's Ooh. not a bad shout. He's yeah. Wouldn't he? The first, we're not the first. But actually, no. If you want to go really old school, um, who was mate you found the FA? Get him involved. <laughs> what the bloke from Eton? Yeah. Wouldn't w- <laughs> WG Grace? There we go. We got sorted. Didn't WG WG Grace play um, football? So that, there we go. So um, um, was it not Premier League? So this is 1992 onwards. Oh, was it? Oh, sorry. I thought it was just English English players. In which, I was no. I was, was going to name the entirety of the 1975 Old Etonians FA Cup winner squad. <laughs> 1875. Sorry. 
Um, yeah, Patrick Bamford, Smellier, I reckon is an sh- obvious shout. Right, I'm going for a different shout, not quite as obvious. So my first thought for that same role of wine bloke was he needs to be French. Obviously, you then said England international. I did do a quick Google for Anglo-French footballers. Couldn't find anything. So my only shout is the most French-sounding name, which is Graham Lasseau. That's a not terrible shout, actually. Well, as, not- he is na- as he is now when he was a player. Don't really care, mate. He sounds French, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> On that logic, you should have gone with Matt Letiz, no? Well, they both came over from the Channel Islands at the same time, didn't they? Lasso failed his trial at Southampton, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but if I if I have got a smell yet, I want to find out what the wine's like. Not that the media's corrupted. Yeah, but mate, I don't. Um... All being told, Ukrainian war's not real. Like, if I want a smell yet, oh, is I he just one of them? To... Matt Letiz, yeah. Oh, not Letiz, no Lasso. No, nah, Lasso's all right. He's um, oh, yeah. no, Tiz is a knobhead, yeah. No, have you seen Ricky Lambert's even worse than Letiz? Have you seen some mm. of his stuff? What's he been saying? Just uh, about manifestation, and I don't know that like you can talk to water and make it cleaner or something like really weird talk shit. To water. So he's the King Canute of the Premier League, yeah. He's a real odd bloke. Just whereas none of you could get that reference, are you? No, no fair enough. <laughs> um. Right, waiters is interesting. I think what you're looking for waiters is... I'm not sure, actually, do you go for efficiency or just pure politeness? Well, that is that is the game. Yeah, no, I'm just right. thinking... I'm, just think, I'm thinking... Um, I might be pushing this bit of the years slightly. Um, if you're going for pure politeness as a waiter, you get the bloke who's never got yellow card in his life. You get Gary go Lineker. Yeah, that's not Gary, a bad shout. Gary Lineker, I reckon, would be a good waiter. And also, he's got plenty of dits, hasn't he? Plenty of stories. Yeah. 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 I reckon he'd be all right as a wait- waiter. Safe bet, that. I like that. No, that's all right, actually, isn't it? Right, I've got two roles. I've got both my chefs. Oh, here we oh go. Right, you're going to like this one. So, my first thought was, a chef, you're going to want it to be a man who has sampled the finest goods, the finest cuisine the world has to offer. Now, this man has sampled Burger King in Southampton post-match. Who better than Big Fat Luke Shaw? Right, there's my issue with that. So, we know the bloke. We Sorry, not the bloke. We know the woman who cooked for Luke Shaw for years. And we know from his old house sitter that he's never cooked in his life. Yeah, but he's been to Burger King in Southampton. Yeah, but Fez can back me up having gone, gone to the house where he used to live for a good three, four years of my life. Like, how many stories have we heard? He's was just... eat fucking yogurts and let Fiona cook for him. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, this, this, this is, this, uh, I did it should be picking apart in a quite an amusing way, but in a weird way, like, we know for a strand that just, he, he's, he's a shit cook. Right. I think you might even have more problems with my next choice. So, my next thought was, what's an actual kitchen like in real life? And then I thought, chefs, famous substance infusers. <laughs> <laughs> no way that's quality so assisting Luke Shaw in the kitchen <laughs> it's full gas going brilliant and do you know what and that is how you play Fancy 5 not Golden Jim that is getting a special point <laughs> a special point I like that <laughs> right so that's three of my five Right, okay. 
similarly on chef stereotypes, what are chefs known for? Shouting. Shouting a lot. Joey Barton. <laughs> oh, no, I've just raised an issue. Oh, no. Roy Keane's Irish. Oh, 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 I'm fuming about that. I'm fuming about that. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm stuck. Chefs, man. I'm stuck here for chefs. I'll go for another waiter. Go on. Go for another waiter. James Will Prowse as a waiter. Oh, that is vanilla as anything. That's the idea. He's, he's not going to take away from the meal. And he's got great delivery. <gasps> That's even better. Why did that I come up with that? Why did you not lead with that line? He's gonna, led with that line. He is literally going to serve it on a plate. Serve oh. it on a silver platter. <laughs> Oh, that's golden, mate. I should have come up with that. That's brilliant, Fez. Right, I've got my next waiter. Go on. Or my first waiter, rather. So I was thinking, what do you want in a waiter? You want it to be a seedy bloke who you think might nick your missus. What? Where do you eat? (laughs) Hive kebab. (laughs) Very similar vibe, this man. Oh, Christ. Uh, Ashley Cole. How is that similar vibe to Hive Kebab? <laughs> I can imagine him behind the counter. Well, yeah, in fact, we know one of the delivery drivers there who was yeah. in, went to our school, and his first name was Ashley. Synergy. Oh, Christ. I'm really struggling with chefs here. Really, really struggling. All right, back in the, um, what you want from a chef is typically a lot of them have like regional accents. So we'll combine, <laughs> combine. Chefs of regional accents with shouty chefs, but Connor Cody. Now, Connor won't be doing any cooking, he'll just be shouting at people to cook. <laughs> Jesus, that's my thinking. Here, that's that's the barrel I'm scraping with this one. I thought it was quite good at creative thinking, everything not right. I've got my final waiter. Yeah, so you boys are probably thinking, Jimmy. This front of house staff seems like absolute chaos, and the back of house staff's not much better. So, what I really need is a leader of men. Stevie G. As a waiter. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, we got chicken. Insert set, <laughs> insert set piece pun from James Ward Prowse. Yeah, but he's got to read the menu. Yeah, but what? Yeah, but what? Yeah, but what's what's on the menu? Yeah, you got some salmon, you got some fresh chicken. You know, what more do you want to know? Just think of the just how brilliant it was hearing him speak Saudi. I just think Stephen Gerrard speaking foreign languages is just the best thing. He's not spe- he's not speaking foreign languages. He's he's, he's re- being a waiter next to the Ritz. Yeah, my menu is uh, very uh, foreign. <laughs> is it? You got, so just 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 for just for clarity, you've got Paul Gascoigne and Luke Shaw cooking foreign food. <laughs> one bloke who one bloke who we know first hand can't cook and one another bloke who's too drunk to cook I see no issues here I've seen yeah I think oh, we're going to be serving up the finest cuisine that's brilliant right that's my five okay my final one obviously we've got to think about what we're cooking my vibe to be Turkish in order to be a Turkish chef you've got no way around a spit roast and who better than Wayne Bruni to do that? Oh, I thought you were going Kyle Walker. Either one. Interchangeable. Trent was also up there. But I'll take it. I appreciate it. I like yeah. it. I thought I'd get more reaction, to be honest. It just wasn't the player I had in my mind. That was quite a good one, though. That was very good, mate. That was very good. I like that. Big fan of that. Right. Do you want to hear my five? I'd love to hear your five, mate. 
Right, so I'm going to go from waiter, waiter, sommelier, chef, chef. Yeah, I two, two line up, yeah. I too have gone with two Jameses actually. I've gone with James Ward Prowse. Yeah. And James Milner. Why? That Just is Monday. So because obviously... he delivers. He delivers. What, no, he what more he do you want deliver. He doesn't deliver though. He does. He mundanely will wander around the restaurant, do little short deliveries. You know what this is, don't you, Phrase? This he, is Fez getting jealous of finding yours, James Milner pick being appreciated last week and just trying to find a spot for him in his picks. Why is James? I'm, I'm surprised. James Milner. What? Why is he? I, I, I just don't understand it, mate. It's it's not like he's. I really cannot fathom James Milner being your waiter. You've got how, is, you've got all English players since 1992, and you've got James Milner as your waiter. Yeah, because what does it? What's he going to bring you? He's going to bring you first service. It reeks of lack of imagination, mate. He's going to bring you fish and chips and you'll be disappointed when it comes. Can I just say, I can't believe this has got more blowback than my Ashley Cole and Stevie G double. Yeah, that was terrible. That was really, really bad. And I was was too busy thinking of my chefs. (laughs) (laughs) Both your waiters are fucking awful. It's like you know you're trying. Anyway, right. My sommelier, I've gone with someone... Who was magnificent, superb, majestic on the field, glided across just like winders into a bottle, into a glass. Frank Lampard. He was almost almost my uh, waiter when I was asked to looking for leader and men. Nice. Yeah, I'll take it. He was also privately educated. He was. He speaks Latin, fluent Latin, I believe, or he's got an A star in Latin. Not a bad choice. <laughs> Big difference. Huge difference. Jesus, he Latin and fluent in it. I don't think so. I've got a C in French. I'm basically fluent. My two my two chefs are as follows. I've gone for a little bit of just just some vibes in the kitchen, really. I'm going with Raheem Sterling. And then the, the other one, as we all know, played for QPR and Bournemouth. He is now known as the football foodie because he is a chef. His name is Mark Pugh. That's is a great chef? shout. What? That's a brilliant shout. I just don't know if Mark Hugh and Raheem Sterling are going to have much in common. They don't, but you just leave Raheem to do the Jamaican side of cooking. <laughs> you just leave Mark Pugh to do the Italian. What sort of restaurant is this? You're, so I've, I've gone Turkish because of a shit spit roast joke I make. And uh, you've gone for an Italian-Jamaican fusion. Yeah. Two cuisines that famously marry each other. They do. Anyway, so I've made a joint like it, of your like two jerk meatballs, of, yeah. Of of your of your two restaurants, I've made a joint. I've gone with Gerard and Prousey as the waiters. Why Gerard? I don't get this. I don't get what if you are a mission star restaurant, which you called five star and five stars not in restaurants. There we go. Like, why have you got Gerard running a mission star restaurant as a waiter? He's not running it. He's just working there. Just he's in. He's that supervisor that doesn't fit the vibe. But he just knows the job like the back of his hand. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to fight that one. I'm sure there's been another one I've got to fight. And I, th- <laughs> and I think with the two chefs, just for the description, I've gone with Connor Cody, but I've also gone for Paul Gascoigne. <laughs> Gaz has got to be in there. Gaz is in there. Gaz, Gaz, is, Gaz is definitely in there, isn't he? Yeah. So it all comes down to the schmelier. Um, do you go with... Do you go with... 
Graham Lassau or um, I, or Patrick Bamford. Oh, I yeah. have gone with Patrick Bamford. Excellent. Oh. So Fraser takes it three to two. Which is oh, fair enough, because your reasoning for him being Smele was just his name sounded French. Probably yeah, that's... Because fa- famous, famously, if you, all, all French little boys called Graham, aren't they? <laughs> all right, love, I'm Graham. I'll be doing you one this evening. <laughs> was he Aussie, is he? <laughs> That's the quintessential Jersey accent. What are you on about? <laughs> um, who won last week? Uh, you, yeah. did, you did Jim because Fez picked someone stupid. I can't Fez, oh, Fez picked Sinchenko to be the Radio 1 foreign correspondent. That's why he lost. Oh, he had Van Dyke in the weather as well. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, um, clip clip of um, the clip of um, Jack Greenish in the weather is on, on our YouTube now. Check it out. Oh at, no, at, I saw that. Right, um, that was far better than what I expected, and that is um, fancy fires wrapped up this week. Uh, we're now going to move on to any other business. This is the part of the show when we just bring up any old chart we want to talk about because we recognise that we got stretches to an hour. We don't have to. Well, it, well, try and get close to us. Currently sat about 25 minutes. I think 45 to 50 minutes is actually the sweet spot, personally. But I, th- I just think, well, I'm, I'm not maybe maybe I'm living as a bit of like a TikTok YouTube short as well, but you've got to get enough content in it with clips-wise. So that's all, yeah. pod- all podcasts are at the moment. It's just a selection of clips, aren't they? But I'm yeah. thinking, who if you find us podcast on Spotify and you see it's an hour and 10 minutes are you going to click on it probably not if you see it's 35 minutes you might think I'll give it a listen yeah no, it's, it's, I mean it's two, two sides of the same coin and it sort of thing where but then then you want to get enough content because if you're going to advertise your stuff it's going to be little clips in it but equally how many clips can we actually put out in a week because oh, seven, we're like pretty five yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so we actually need that much content no, and also, but that help, that plays into our hands because we don't produce much content. It's exactly. most most just this. It's just it's just all coming up Millhouse, mate. It's all come, everything's coming up Millhouse, Jim. Um, right. Any other business? Fez, you touched on something earlier. Yeah. So obviously, since the World Cup, there's been a there's been a crackdown on um stoppage time in football. Um, yeah. I just want to get you boys' thoughts on that because. On one hand, yeah, we're now getting fans are getting action in the stadium. They're watching night minutes of football. It's fairer to the players. It's fairer to the fact. Well, is it fairer to the players? It's fairer to the fans. It's fairer to the, the TV companies as well. But, um, no, no, no. I, th- I think it's um, a really good idea. You know, you know, it worked in the World Cup, and obviously we had a few discrepancies and whatnot. Like, I don't get me wrong. I think on Sunday the Community Shield. Obviously, it was they'd already played the added time, and then they went on and played another added minute, and they scored in that added minute. But on a whole, in the concept, you know, I, I've been paying for a season ticket for the best part of, you know, fourteen years or something now at St Mary's, which has been quite depressing. So actually, to get more bang for your buck, as they say, you know, this is actually quite a good thing for me. Because you're paying your money, you're paying your lots of money at the start of the season to watch football. And if you're only getting 50 minutes of action, it's a bit disappointing. Whereas if you're getting, you know, 60 or 70, you know, you sort of feel like you've actually come away with something and actually watched the game and enjoyed it. 
what do you make of it from the player standpoint? Because obviously, like when there's extra Who gives times, a fuck? we pay their wages. Bosh. When there's <laughs> right, so when there's extra times, um, we see a lot of cramp. We see a lot of injuries. Uh, will will these increased injuries take away from the viewing pleasure in the long run? No, because I feel like players. They, like, I appreciate the players' perspective and how they've got to. Um, you know, look after themselves, care for themselves, how they play in such a cramped period. And, you know, they, they are playing a lot of football in a short amount of time. But I think you could also eradicate that by stop playing stupid international friendlies that you don't need to play. Yeah, I'd agree with that, actually. Like, how many times does a season break up and you have international friendlies against, like for England, we play San Marino and some other Eastern European country. And it's like, well, what have we actually gained from this? But on the other side of the coin to those international breaks, in terms of injuries, not provide welcome rest for the players who don't go away with their countries. Yeah, because they've been training and playing games behind closed doors. What do we think of Moises Caicedo, chaps? If he goes to the price that's been touted, that is going to be the worst piece of business of the window. What, the 100 mil to Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah, terrible. I've said this, I think there's far more upside in any team who's looking to buy Romeo Lavia than there is Caicedo. I think Lavia will be, a, by the time they retire, Lavia will be a far better footballer than Moises Caicedo. But are, if, if, I know obviously there's Premier League tax and whatnot, but um, if you look through the top five leagues of Europe, there are better players than Lavia. I think um, Brighton getting, I think Brighton getting Dehuda or Duda, oh fuck knows, is, um, is, is an upgrade in Caicedo. Or oh, that's bold. Well, That's a, very bold. Reg, a regular Borussia Dortmund player versus a Brighton player. I don't think I can agree with you on that. Do you reckon, reckon Car- is better? He's untested, though, is what I'd say with that. I hope he's better if he's going for 100 mil. I, don't, I, don't, I generally don't. I think it's, um, it's a pit, epitomised of the Premier League that he, he goes for 100 mil. And that, and yet um, the deals we've done on the continent. Well, how much did Bellingham go for in the end? 105. Exactly. Yeah, when and you put it like that, when you put it like that, yeah, Bellingham's a far better footballer than Moises Caicedo could ever even hope to be. Have you seen West Ham have put in um, for Goretzka? And I bet, okay. and I bet 30, that's thirty million or something. Yeah, and that's such that's such a better move than um, Caicedo. Yeah, absolutely. You're getting like a proven, proven Champions League player. Yeah. As opposed, it's to... just crazy that that West Ham can attract players like that. To be honest. Well, that, that, mid- that midfield next year, that West Ham midfield, as it's as we're recording this, is going to be um, Ward Prowse. It's not going to be anyone. They haven't signed any of them yet. It's going to be Ward Prowse, Goretzka, and Paqueta. And that... haven't they signed? Haven't they signed that lad from Ajax? Oh shit! They signed... Yeah, they did. Alvarez. So they. Yeah. And I would. It... I can't even see him getting the team. No. <laughs> so they've, they've got. Or oh, maybe Paqueta dropped. Now, nah, you wouldn't drop Paqueta, would you? But th- that West Ham midfield is unbelievable this year. Paqueta might be going to City allegedly, but I don't see it happening. That will, no, that will not happen. No way will no. that happen. Not when Cole Palmer's playing as well as he is. <laughs> we is, mate. But this is this is everything that's wrong with football. This is why I hate football. Bournemouth and Burnley are outspending the likes of bloody Bayern Munich, Ajax. It's just fucking outrageous. I hate it. Bournemouth, fucking Brentford, fucking Fulham. Oh, all these teams just need to get in the bin. Wolves are in trouble, aren't they? Oh, Wolves are fucked, Smash. What are Sheffield United doing? It's like they want to get relegated. It's like they want to get relegated. They sold Sandberger. 
yeah, yeah. to a relegation or to a team that got promoted at the same time as them. That that defies logic. I, I do not understand it. And then they sold their like best player last season to Marseille. It ben, just doesn't yeah. make any sense. And Dyer's gone. Yeah. No, I I think. But interestingly, if you roll back to last week and look at the predictions table, who was the only warning predictor? Sheffield United to go down. Thank you. That stunned silence. I'll take as a thank you. <laughs> well done, mate. Well also, done. none of us, none of us picked wolves. I don't. Think. I picked oh, wolves. Did you? I definitely oh, picked wolves. Have I done that wrong then? Oh well. I'm going back through my notes now. I had wolves rock bottom. Did you? So I'm the only one who didn't put wolves to go down. Uh, yeah, Fez had them 18th. It's, it's good to know though that our it's taken a week for our predictions to unravel in terms of Sheffield United. I mean, Wolves are definitely going down. Luton, I still think, are going down. Luton. I can't see Ross Barkley saving them. Oh, I think it's a good, fact, si- good sign, though. What we said last week, where it's going to be an open, really open relegation battle, it's not, is it? It's going to be Wolves, Luton, Sheffield United. You'd have to have a really piss-poor season for any of them to be finishing above you. If any of them finish above you, you need to have a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror. Get yourself a new manager. Get yourself a new director. Probably even move cities. It's just fucking <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> Love that. What are we, what we saying? We're we on about M- MK Wolves. Yeah, it, it might be necessary. MK Wolves, or uh, actually, the way the way the world's going, it'd be Diria Wolves or Diria Riyad Wolves. Wolves. <laughs> Al Shabab Wolves FC. <laughs> actually, it'd be even better than that. It'd be something like um, it'd be the Jeddah Super Wolves. The Jeddah Super Wolves. I, I, I'd play. I'd watch the Jeddah Super Wolves. Uh, uh, I would, mate. I'm staunchly against sports washing, mate. I don't go, I don't follow any of that. Don't follow it. All right, I'm pro it. You're pro sports washing. Well, I'm pro. I'm pro sort of Saudi involvement in sports, but Are very, you? very pro. Really? Yeah. Why? It's just people. People investing in sports. I can only see it as a good thing for sport itself. Maybe not for the wider world, but from a sports point of view, it can only be a good thing if people are um, investing. In look, 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 I know this is not a golf podcast, but look at um, the Lyft Tour. It's, I um, thought I thought they've merged with the PGA Tour now. Yeah, but who who won that? That like, realistically, they won they won to the competitor the PGA, and the PGA had to merge with Liv. They had, PG, that was PGA forced to move. That's a win. They broke they broke the stats yeah. and goals. Yeah. I take it. I just disagree. I think I think I agree with you on the money aspect, but I disagree with you on the political aspect. Boys, I interrupt this segment. Something's just popped up on my phone. Brighton's relegation has just been confirmed. Nathan Jones has predicted nothing but a rise from them. So they're sinking like a bloody stone. (laughs) They are down. They're gone. Is that half the Nathan Jones thinks they'll stay up? Nathan Jones, what's he said? Let me find this. It's only going one way for Brighton. And I believe he's suggesting that way is up. So they are league two in five years. Mark my words. So we got. Oh, I'm I'm removing all my Brighton players from the fantasy team. That's like yeah. Nathan Jones is a kiss of definitely. He is. He's just my uh, fantasy team's named after him this year. What's it, what we called it? <laughs> Nathan Jones Barmy Army. Oh right, so not like a pun or not. It's just literally... it's not a pun. I tried puns. I tried fittest man and year, all that sort of stuff, but nothing, <laughs> nothing sounded good. You tried all the Nathan Jones face puns. I tried them all. I sat in a pub for a good twenty minutes. <laughs> That's gone. <laughs> That's re- I like. I really like that. I really, really like that. Has you eaten? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Oh boys, I think I've been um. 
subtly well I joined the Bewley Fantasy League and was told there was a £10 buy-in but I haven't paid my £10 buy-in yet and the league's name has just changed from Bewley to Bewley £10 (laughs) (laughs) do you think someone was making a very not very subtle hint no I think you'd be arsed there yeah pay up (laughs) Next thing you know, Billy Murray's going to come come round with um with the old baseball bats, be kneecapped with me by um be kneecapped by a person dressed as a Victorian housewife. <laughs> Will I, mate? She bloody... No, you, 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 someone's going to come round knocking on the door. It's a stick with a baseball bat. <laughs> Have you always not heard of Kea Klausovic? Kea Klausovic. You know this the team from the Faroe Islands that um I guaranteed European, European football next year. So, what group stages? Yes, yeah, so Kazvik, team from the Faroe Islands, beat beat Hungarian champions Ferenc Kavos, um last week. Ferenc no, Kavos? they didn't. Yeah. Beat, How have the, I not heard about that? The Faroe Islands champions, Kazvik, have beaten Ferenc Kavos, the biggest team in Hungary, with a massive state. Well, yeah, massive stadium. Um, they also they also won on away goals to BK Hacken, the Swedish champions. Oh. On Tuesday night, they beat Mold, the Norwegian champions. If they win this next game, they're a Champions League playoff. They beat Molder. Yep, beat Molder at home two one. If they if they can if they can get a result away in Norway on I think Wednesday, they're a, they're who, in the Champions League playoffs. Who do they play next? Molder. They got Molder away. Oh oh, they haven't. Oh, but they beat them in the first leg. Beat them in the first leg at home. Molder. How oh. how good is that for football? A thirteen from the Fair Islands in a Champions League. That is League what playoff. the Conference League. Wait, champ, Champions League. Champions League. Nah, there's no way they're playing the Champions League. Have you not seen this? Have you not seen this? Does this mean they're guaranteed a Europa League spot then? They're guaranteed conference at the moment. If my, if my calculus are correct, they're guaranteed conference. Yes, they are, yes, because this isn't the playoff round. Yeah, they're guaranteed is. conference group stage. Um, if That's they... mental. That's what the conference league's for, though. That's mental. So if, if they can... not heard oh, no, of this? Sorry, they're not... So if they, if they can get a result on, on Wednesday, Champions, Champions League, and if, if, they, if they get a result, I'm making the official team of the pod. Oh, I'll get the shirt. drilling on with the official team of the pod. No, the, the official nemesis of the pod. Oh, okay, okay. The, the dream, the dream scenario. What we're going for is a classic Gilliam preseason friendly game. That would be wild. Imagine, imagine I could, imagine we could get him down at Wimborne. That would be crazy. Why the fuck would it, would it go down to Wimborne? Classic. That's the same level, aren't they? Classic, mate. They're Champions League playoffs, mate. Yeah. Wimborne yeah, yeah. aren't even Dorset Cup playoffs. Mate, stick Oakley Hanger in that Klausvik team. Oh, they're straight through to the Champions League group stages, I'm telling you. Him on set pieces. Oh, you think James Ward-Prowse is good? Anyway, do you want to do your little outro and then we'll... Uh... Nah, Fez, Fez is outro, mate. Fez is on outros. Oh, is he? What? No, not. Fez always is outros. <laughs> Fez, you go to the oh, outro. I'll... I've got it in the bag, boys. I've got it in the bag. Jimmy, oh, here we go. And to see us off, Jimmy Bye. You've been listening to the concourse club, probably. <laughs> and for Fest to see us out. You've been listening to the concourse club. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Love you.